I also think a really good tip when you're getting ready to do this and go back intentionally is making sure that you don't leave out the bad things that you did. Trying to bet, yeah. Hello. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Just One. Welcome back, guys. Okay, you guys, we are so excited today to have our first partnership beverage and you already know it's rosé of course we've been waiting for this you we've guys. been waiting so it's with prp we've talked about it before it's our hangover free wine that we love to drink you know them we love them love and so today's bottle is a 2022 caparosa primitivo rosé she's italian she's italian right out of italy cheers cheers Oh, that's Ooh. delicious. Wow, that's so good. It's so light. We put it in the fridge before, so it's slightly chilled. It's honestly, I feel like it's not even, it's not super cold, but it's delicious. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I fuck up by adding ice into things prior to even tasting them. We love doing that. I'm like, just have a sip first. Right, just have a sip. <laughs> yeah. It has nice notes of raspberry, cranberry, and apples. It is really fruity. Mm. Wow, we love that. Oh, that is so delicious. Okay, we want you guys to have all the info on this, so I'm just going to let you know what you can do with it. Obviously, solo enjoy, have a bottle to yourself, share it with your girlfriends. I personally would have this for a girls' night because it really pairs nicely with charcuterie, soft cheeses, cured meats, and even desserts, so you can literally have your whole charcuterie board, open the second bottle for your dessert board. Mm-hmm. And enjoy throughout the whole evening and then not be hungover the next day. Mm. And there, seriously, you can have multiple bottles. We've done it. We've done it. We've done it. And you <laughs> wake up feeling like you could go run a mile, a marathon. I'd say a mile for me. Yeah. But if you're a marathon girly, go get after it. You could definitely do it. This could be your pregame to your marathon. <laughs> <laughs> the pregame to your marathon. <laughs> it is 11% alcohol, though. So let's just make sure that we keep that in mind. Yes. So delicious. And fun fact, Primitivos came to the U.S. and now they're called Zinfandels. And you guys know what a Zinfandel is. Right. So Mm -hmm. I I feel like that's a, I never knew that. Yeah. So good. We're so excited to be able to be sharing more and more information about this with you guys because we can't get enough. We love it. All right. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. So how's it been going, Shaw? Okay. I have been excited for this episode since we decided to talk about this again. This is like another part two. Last week I had a little part two of our friend breakup. This is going to be the part two of going to therapy. Therapy versus yes. life coaching. Mm-hmm. Except this time we're both in therapy. Woohoo! <laughs> like we said, you guys, you heard that. I know you heard it. But we said at one point last year that we're going to do therapy and here we are. Yes. I'm actually really excited to hear how it went for you and what you got out of it. We haven't really talked about this personally very much. So. Yeah, we really haven't. This is like you guys being really privy to one of our like personal friend conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it also takes like, I just need a process, like the sessions and what we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, sometimes I'm like not ready to tell other people. I'm just like, I need to sit and think about all the things we just said. Yeah, absolutely. So walk me through how you decided to like go to therapy. This is your first time. Yeah. So 
okay, I've made a list because I was like, okay, I don't want to start therapy without things to talk about, of course. Mm -hmm. So I made a list in my notes and I am just the type of person one I get intrusive thoughts you guys hear them all the time I say them all the time on this podcast but obviously I get that in my everyday life and whether it's like with friends or family or just like a work thought or just random thoughts about anything I was just writing stuff down and things that just if I think about it it gives me a little angst it gives me a little background angst Mm -hmm. because I don't I I wouldn't say I'm a person with constant anxiety it's like when I think I have intrusive thoughts it's like that's what gives me like a little like heart rush or Mm -hmm. little internal rush inside of me so I was writing stuff down. I had a list of probably like, this is probably six to eight things. And went to my therapist and we, I only had three sessions every other week. And that's what I feel like is also interesting. I feel like people don't, you don't need to be like be intimidated by like, oh, like a weekly session for like the rest of your life. Like, I feel like that's all I really needed to talk about all those things. And she gave me her cell phone number and she's like, if you want to set up another session, let's talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like make more lists. We can talk about things that are bothering you. Yeah. So that's how it started. We went through my list each week. Okay, an hour is a long time also. Yes. Like, I feel like you're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get through all my things. Like, we could talk about two or three things per session and just get through them. And, you know, she's like, how does that make you feel kind of way? And I'm like, huh. And a lot of things I really have already processed myself. That's also what I learned going. But it's also just like there is something about a third party just validating your thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. or just agreeing with you that how you're feeling is completely valid. It just makes the world go round. I also think that on that same note, it's really helpful to have these conversations with a third party because of that reason. So it's not like anything that you want to talk about are things that you haven't talked to your boyfriend, your friends about, Mm -hmm. but having it be to somebody who one doesn't have any skin in the game. Like they don't actually (laughs) know anyone that you're talking about. There's no relevance to their life of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So it's like a very outside opinion, which is always helpful. Right. But then also it eliminates the stress out of your life. Do you ever just feel like when you have something that's weighing you down or something you really want to talk about, if you talk about it with your friends, it almost becomes more overwhelming because now not only is this my problem, I'm making it their problem. Yeah. And now they know this about me, which is not a bad thing that your friends know you're, you know, what you're struggling with. But now they know that. And now we're talking about that in our friendship as well. Mm-hmm. And now this one problem is in multiple aspects of my life. Yeah. So it's nice so to true. have it compartmentalized into therapy. Right. Mm -hmm. That's actually such a good point. And it's like not everyone's all up in your business and constantly asking about it. It's like, I don't even want to talk about this right now. (laughs) No, exactly. It's so funny that we like started. This is kind of like a good reason why we both went back because I have gotten to the point. Maybe this is an age thing Mm -hmm. where I don't really want to tell my friends everything. Mm -hmm. I used to tell my girlfriends literally everything, every singular very personal detail of my life just because I liked it that way mm-hmm. and now I just don't have the desire to not because anyone did anything not because I don't trust them but just right. because some things are just mine yeah sometimes it's problems sometimes it's boys I just don't if I don't want to talk about it I just don't want to exactly and I think that is completely fine but I used to never feel that way yeah <laughs> I totally get that actually I feel like I've been feeling like that more too and that's why I'm just like I don't know I feel like I there's just something about the third party, mm-hmm. like I said, and they just make you feel comforted. It's the comp- compartmentalizing, yeah. I think, is what really makes it feel like you're making strides. Yeah. Okay, so before we talk about, I want to talk about the compatibility with my therapist, but what made you want to go back? Um, 
I am going back for a very specific reason this time. The last time I went to therapy, you guys know I've gone off and on. The last time I went back, I was having a lot of social anxiety around friendships and making new friends in the city. I had a lot of personal insecurities that were making it hard for me to feel secure in friendships and in making friends or be comfortable. Just a lot of like generalized anxiety. I was there going to therapy for like a year off and on around that. I finally feel like I'm I'm more solid in that realm. So this time I'm going back strictly to focus on my connection in relationships mm-hmm. and like family trauma. Those yeah. are the two my two focal points. I decided now is the time because I finally feel ready to talk about it. I used to think that it was just kind of stupid to talk about like breakups and therapy because I'm like everyone goes through it like get over it. But I've noticed that I have like a lot of residual things that have probably come through traumas in my life, relationship, family-esque. Absolutely. And I want to actually tackle it because I don't want to continue the patterns that I have been on over the past few years of like being single and getting older. Yeah. And I think that's fabulous. Thank you. I think the world would be way better if people could recognize things like that just like patterns that are going on in their life and doing something about it yeah I agree if you're not happy about those patterns you just really have this is the first time I've ever I knew this but I really came to this realization you really have to be ready to talk about what you want to work through because I think it didn't work for me the last time I would bring up my ex-boyfriend and things that had gone on but I was like making a joke out of it almost not like a joke out of therapy but I'd like brush it off mask my trauma with humor and be like oh no but it's fine like it's fine But this time I'm ready to actually dive into what went on and figure out how that actually affected me and how I can move forward from it and not bring those things into next relationships. Mm -hmm. But I finally feel ready to do that now. Whereas like I've known this about myself for years. Yeah. I just didn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And now I do. So that's why I think going back now with this intention is going to be a lot more beneficial and I'm going to get a lot more productive skills out of it than I had in the past because I'm finally actually ready. Yeah. So are you like looking for your therapist to give you actual like action items to do? I think more just help me work through my thoughts on it and figure out what it like what my mental roadblocks are that are making me repeat patterns or act the way that I do. I've realized in myself I'm very standoffish when it comes to men. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so good at getting to know my girlfriends and being vulnerable and opening up, but when it comes to men, I'm just not. I'm mm-hmm. very standoffish. Just you know, and I, I have this like emotional switch where once I decide that I don't want to be any more invested or I'm get, maybe getting a little too invested, I can literally flip the switch and that's it. Yeah. Which like is great because I haven't gotten my feelings hurt by a man in quite some time, like actually hurt. However, that's not how I want to continue on in my life. I do want to have a very emotional, vulnerable connection with my partner someday. And at this rate, I don't know if I'm capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's fabulous. I'm so excited to see the growth. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm sure you guys are excited too, but it took a lot of reflection though for both of us to get to the point where we were ready to go and make a change. And like, be honest. Once again, it's like people, it's like you can't like not tell your therapist things. And I feel like there are things, you know, there's like even like if you are telling your friend something and there's like a little part of the story you leave out or something, you know, you're like, oh, it might be a little weird to tell someone. Mm -hmm. But it's like you tell them everything, your therapist just everything. You're like, I'm not holding back right Mm -hmm. now. And it's just, I don't know, it feels good to just get off your chest. Yeah. Like I felt so zen, I feel like after those therapy sessions, I'm like, wow. I don't know, I just feel so much better. Well, being able to just unload completely without judgment Mm -hmm. is so nice. Yes. Because it's you know it's not going to go anywhere. I think that's the difference between telling your therapist and a friend. A friend, obviously, 
will hopefully never judge you, but they are going to have opinions and they're involved in your life. Yeah. You know, like they, that is relevant to them. Yeah. The day to day. Your therapist, you know, there's no strings attached, literally. Literally. No strings attached with the therapist. I feel like that could be a movie. Do you think that you had a hard time? (laughs) Do you think you had a hard time making sure that you were telling them everything or like telling the truth? Yes, but also, you know, when things go back so far and you're like, where do I even start from telling this? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to leave things out, but I'm like, okay, this started like, (laughs) what if it's like something with your family, you know, obviously from who knows when, or like something with a friend from like 10 years ago, you're like, all right, well, where do I start? It's like, do you want to know all that background? Do I tell all that background? But they're obviously open to hearing all of it, Mm -hmm. but you don't know what would be beneficial to you sometimes. I think whatever feels comfortable saying, whatever feels like it's flowing naturally. Yeah. Or like whatever you feel, because there's little details where you're like, oh, but I don't really feel like I cared about that. Right. So let's move on. Yeah. No need to rehash that if it wasn't bothering me before. Exactly. Exactly. I also think a really good tip when you're getting ready to do this and go back intentionally is making sure that you don't leave out the bad things that you did. Right. Because, okay, it's very easy for me to shit on my ex-boyfriend and be like, he did all of these things and it made me so sad. (laughs) But what did I do? What was my role? Mm -hmm. You know, what were my actions and how can I change those moving forward as well? Uh I feel like you, it's very natural and humane to not make yourself sound bad in a situation. Easily. So make sure that you're cognizant of that so that you don't skip over those things because I feel like that can just happen so naturally. Yeah, and just make someone else seem like the villain in your life. Yeah, because yeah. it's and that's, that's kind of what we do. It's like a self-preservation tactic. Right. But you're not going to get as much out of it if you don't tell the full story. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll be like, well, why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We want to take a second to thank our partner for this episode, PRP Wine. We have talked about them multiple times, and we are so excited to finally get to share more information with you guys. PRP is so fun for us because they work exclusively with 15 countries across the world and bring high-quality, low-intervention, family-produced wines from the vineyard into your home. They provide a unique experience to taste international and completely organic wines that are exclusively available through the company, which means you cannot get these anywhere else. It's kind of like being an exclusive member of a club. Absolutely. We love that. We love it. And in-home wine sampling experiencing starting at just $49 for up to 12 friends in six bottles of wine, hand-selected for you depending on your taste, including a 90-minute wine presentation from a trained professional and an opportunity to order your favorites and more from the comfort of your own home. We have done these in-home wine tastings multiple times for our friend groups, and we just cannot recommend them enough. It's so comfortable. It's so fun. It's so educational. You get to keep the open wines after, so the after party goes crazy. Yes, it's beautiful. It's and an you awesome get experience. the opportunity to order in bulk with your friends at a discounted rate. So Micah and I always love to share a case of our favorites, and we get to save a little money in doing so. Yes, it's always a great time, friends, family, with whoever you would like to invite. We are working with Emma and Seth, and you can contact Emma if you're in the Chicagoland area for your request, and Seth for all other inquiries. They have both been so great through the process of our wine samplings and our partnerships. We'll be sure to provide their email and contact in the description below for you guys. Okay, now we can. I want to talk a little bit about the compatibility because I think one of the main things that you should focus on is making sure that your therapist is challenging you. Yes, yes, it's supposed to be a safe space, but if you don't want somebody who just agreeing with everything you say, right? no growth. No, none. That's not good. No. And that, okay, after my first session, I remember I told Shelby, I was like, 
because obviously she just wanted me to talk about myself she's trying to get to know me and telling her my life story and what things I want to talk about and stuff and afterwards I was like I don't even know if we're compatible because I know nothing about her (laughs) and so then the next session I started I was like I need you to tell me about yourself and she was cracking up she's like I'm an open book like what do you want to know and I was like okay let me (laughs) let me like got into it and I'm just such a relationship person that I'm like or it's like if someone I don't think it matters who it is but I'm like even my therapist I'm like if you relate to anything in any sort of way like I just like knowing that stuff that someone else went through something similar or their experiences which I don't think other people some people just don't care you know they don't care about that and they just want to it's all about them but I'm such like a I want to know about you kind of person yeah well I'm proud of you for asking for what you need because I think that a lot of therapists don't relate back because they don't want to make it about them right but if that's something that makes you more comfortable then hell yeah yeah and I'm like I've that's just something I need personally and I know that but I'm like there are probably so many people that could give a damn did you feel better after about your connection yes and I was like that's my girl and afterwards and now I have her cell phone number I'm like how about text her and she's like i'm gonna send you some videos of blah 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 and i'm like yes good it's yeah. supposed to be personal yes i have a girlfriend who refers talks about her therapist that she's been going to for years like by her first name and they she literally when she's telling me stories about her talking to her or whatever it sounds like she's telling me about like dinner with a girlfriend but like it's her therapist <laughs> it's but that's therapist. how comfortable it should be yeah absolutely yeah i think that's cool what about yours what do you like about yours so I haven't had my first session yet, but we had like a consultation. Mm -hmm. I'm going back next week, but we had a consultation to talk about what I want to get out of it, why I'm going back and what I'm hoping to see. And she was just so invested and so understanding, but it wasn't like, okay, yeah, I know I totally get it. She was like, oh no, you are not the only one. I'm so happy that you're saying it like this. It was just so, it was like if I met her on the street and we started chatting, I could tell that we would get along. Yeah. You know, and she completely understood what I was saying. She like detailed a little bit about her focus areas and how she likes to deal with the types of things that I'm wanting to talk about. And I also I made sure to tell her that I've gone to therapy a few times and I don't feel like I've gotten everything out of it that I could because I wasn't ready to talk about this type of thing. I just like wasn't. I don't know. It's not even that I wasn't. I was I've never been scared to talk about it. I just don't think I was taking it very seriously. Right. Like these parts of my life were things in my mind that I'm like, just get the fuck over it. But that's not how it should be. That's not how life works. No. Or it shouldn't. I don't know why. I was just always felt like talking about breakups. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, everybody goes through it. Like, oh, so a boy broke your heart. Boo hoo. Like, no, bitch. Yeah. That literally changed my brain chemistry. Literally. <laughs> like when right. it happened, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, let's get back on track. Um, and she was just so receptive to that, mm-hmm. that like, I'm not fully open to this, but I really, really want to be. And she made me feel super comfortable about being a little bit weary. And I also told her, I'm like, I'm, you're probably gonna need to pry a little bit because I get my defense is humor. And so I'm literally like, oh, it's, it's fine person mm-hmm. because it's fine. Yeah. But that's not why I'm here. Right. So for right. that hour, it's not fine. Yeah. And I need her to like divulge into that. And she was super receptive to everything I was saying. She made me feel super comfortable. And she just like made me feel like I wasn't stupid for feeling this way, which mm-hmm. I'm not. But it's you. I needed that support. Yeah. Wait, I love that you also said that you can just like tell that she gets you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's so simple. But I feel like the first life coach I had, I remember like afterwards I left and I felt like icky kind of. And I was like, why do I feel like that lady was just not the vibe? Yes. <laughs> and I was immediately like, what? And I'm like, do I keep trying? And so then I tried someone else and love her, you know. But exactly. It is such a thing to, to feel like they do get you. I think that you don't keep trying. If you are going to therapy after your first session, if you don't feel good, of course, you still might be a little bit nervous, but if you don't feel good, try somebody else. Yeah. 
Like, I don't, this is not dating. This is not, you know, okay, well, maybe the second date will be better. No. Right. This is your time. This is your money. Mm-hmm. And this is your mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, go through 5, 10, 20 if you have to until you find the good fit. Absolutely. Don't stop. No. Don't stop. Like, we're lucky that the first two that we're trying this time worked out. But it was we did extensive research yeah. as well. We didn't just willy-nilly, okay, assign me to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me a few weeks to find someone that I was willing to try. You know what's crazy is I feel like it used to be like that. Like, you just call and be like, I want a therapist. And they just kind of gave you someone and... I don't know. You just got to be like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm glad it's just so much more. There's so many therapists these days. Yes. I think as the stigma around mental health, you know, being a facade has gone away and people are taking it more seriously. People are also taking finding therapists and doing this for themselves more seriously, which like, thank God. Yeah. I think everyone should have one. I completely agree. Therapists should have one or a buddy. I love when my therapist has a therapist. Yeah absolutely mm-hmm. mine was saying that hers like didn't serve her right now which i thought was interesting but she's like also tried like couple therapy and stuff and i was like she's us all about it and advocates for it in different ways mm-hmm. so i thought that was cool well the thing is there's a therapist for literally everything so i feel like we talk about just kind of like generalized mental health or experiences that we've gone through but there's literally a therapist that specializes in literally everything so no matter what it is you know you can find somebody for you yeah Definitely. And also, even if you think that your problem or issue is so niche and one-off and cringy or whatever you may be thinking about yourself, it's not. You are not on your own, I promise. Mm -mm. Somebody before you has had this and has found support for it. Yeah. And also, ask your therapist, like, how they help other people and what they've done. Mm -hmm. I think that's important if, like, you feel like you're not being challenged properly. But it's like, you also went in knowing what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Like, you were like cry for me you know what I mean but some people probably don't know to even ask that or like like ask for help in that way yeah like to be challenged but it's like I also went in I was like I need to be challenged like I need you to ask me a bunch of questions kind of thing so make sure you go in knowing what you want I think as with anything a little self-reflection before going out and doing it is super helpful like I journaled about it like I literally just sat down with that intention in mind what do I want to get out of it and then I read it back before having my consultation with her mm-hmm. so that I even fully understood myself when my stream of consciousness is just going. Yeah. What am I thinking about? Right. Um, and that was like an exercise. I sat down with a glass of wine in the intention of what do I hope to accomplish? And then yeah. I read it back and like digested it a little bit more because I also have this issue. I've talked to you about this a little bit. I don't have an issue talking about myself, obviously. We do this once a week, but I have a, a an issue talking about like my personality traits like some people I love when I hear somebody say like oh I am so funny and I bring this to the table I have a little bit of a hard time with that good and bad Mm -hmm. so I also have a hard time being like oh well I'm really x y and z even when they're like bad things I just don't really want to talk about my vulnerable personality traits yeah but I'm not gonna get anywhere if I don't do that and so I just want to be more comfortable explaining myself yeah i guess the little humble brags when you need them right yeah being able to be your own little cheerleader you guys listen to this being like bitch you talk about yourself once a week what the fuck do you mean nah it's different but it's different when you're applying it to your life yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that reminds me of like a job interview you know when you like kind of need to pitch yourself like either at the beginning or the end or whatever and be like i'm motivated i'm driven i'm blah, blah, blah. you're like yeah. what the fuck am i about to say yeah <laughs> 
Well, I've actually been incorporating that into my affirmations, into my journal. Hell yeah. Um, unless, like, because I used to kind of, like, make my affirmations manifestations a little bit. Like, I mm-hmm. am abundant. I am successful. But now it's, like, I am kind. I am a good friend. Yeah. I am open. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. I am desired. The things that other people get from me, I've been writing them down as to, like, get myself more comfortable talking about myself that way. Yes. I like that a lot. Yeah. I've been doing that too more actually since therapy because that was like some stuff I wanted to talk about was like some like my confidence and stuff but it's like seriously I really think there's something about telling yourself you're confident obviously I mean that's why we do affirmations because yeah. they're like literally telling yourself and making yourself believe that you are yeah no I agree so you decided that you were gonna take a break you got out of it what you need how are you feeling differently I don't want you to divulge into the issues that you talked about if you don't want to but how are you feeling differently about them I seriously feel so much better I feel like they aren't intruding my brain there was a couple times when she told me obviously she like was really big on like journaling and writing it down and then you know what was weird I told you that iPhone got the journal app Mm -hmm. it was during one of my I swear to god I did my little whatever my software update and it popped up and I was like holy shit and so then I've been using that now and writing down a lot of my thoughts and then with talking with her combined I'm like I'm cooling. Like, I seriously have not had my crazy intrusive thoughts as much. I love. Or, like, ones that just were constant. The, like, constant ones that I was like, holy shit. I'm like, why is this always popping in my head? You know, I love that you said it that way because that's literally what therapy is. It's literally what it's supposed to do. It doesn't make your problems going, like, go away. It just makes them not overwhelming. Yes. You now have the tools mentally to handle your Mm -hmm. day-to-day problems versus them taking over your, your mind. Right. And your focus. Yeah. I'm so proud Ooh, of you. I like when you put a light bit. I'm yes. so proud. Thank you. Yeah. I also think investing in this type of thing, like taking the time to get to know yourself and realizing what is stopping you from being the best version of yourself is so important. Like it's it's so hard to love yourself, but it's even harder to hate yourself. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's emotionally exhausting. It's exhausting to hate the person that you are. Mm-hmm. So why would you not take the effort and time that it takes to be a, the ver- a version of yourself that you're happy with mm-hmm. and that makes you just happy? Yeah. I promise it makes your inner self feel so much better. It really does. And it's, I don't want to be insensitive to the fact that therapy is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so it is expensive. We know that this is not for everyone, no. especially like we're in, we are in very privileged financial situations to be able to, I mean, granted, we're still paying for it. All right. Our insurance is not the best for this, okay. but we are in the financial place to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. If you're not, I urge you to find budget friendly alternatives. Yes. They're out there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just ignore it. Yeah. So helpful. So helpful. Also, you know what also what you made me think of is also like over talking about it with your therapist you know when you're just like diving in deep and telling them every aspect it does make you like not want to talk about it with other people as much you're like I've already just I'm exhausted from talking about with my therapist Mm -hmm. like I don't even want to repeat myself Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's kind of nice too it's so nice you just don't exhaust other people's brain and energy well to not bring your problems into more aspects of your life is so relieving you don't even realize it you don't yeah I feel like that's a big part of it as well Mm -hmm. so get after it compartmentalizing is a really good thing yeah if you're with your therapist or, you know, you have the certain friends that you talk to certain things, like talk to them about certain things. Yeah. So like with my like situationship bullshit that I had going on a while ago, 
there was only one or two people that I wanted to talk to about it. One, because I didn't want to fucking talk about it. Right. But two, because I knew what I needed to hear or what support I I needed. And I did not want to over talk about it Mm -hmm. because it gets exhausting to have every issue in every aspect. Right. And you don't need all the opinions. No. You don't need all that. Ultimately, I'm going to do whatever I set out to do anyway. Period. (laughs) You're going to do whatever the fuck you want. So you don't need to hear all the other bullshit. Do you think that she gave you actual advice like this is what you should be doing or just more tools so that you could figure out what what next steps were going to serve you? She I, it was never like this is what you should be doing one. OK, tools like stuff like journaling and ways I can think like put down my thoughts, whatever. But also like just if she would like tell me a story that was like relatable, it's like she would say things that would activate like she would say words and I'm like holy shit or like I've never heard anything said that way to me mm-hmm. of my about my situation I don't know if that makes sense without explaining the whole situation but no it just makes me think about things in different ways and like a totally different perception I was like wow and I'd like, take notes in my notes of like things she was saying that totally resonated yeah I think that's another reason why compatibility really really does matter here because somebody can say something to you a hundred times and until they say it in a way that resonates with you it's not going to resonate it's not going to make sense or click Mm -hmm. and so when you're dealing with somebody who is compatible with your dialect and understanding and even just personality of these situations they're going to respond to you in a way that you resonate with absolutely you have to get the most out of it you have to and like I said, an hour is a long time. It is. And taking notes during, I didn't start doing that until the very end of my last time I was going because mm-hmm. I would always be like, oh, I got to remember that. And then I'd leave and be like, bitch, what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> you want to text me? Like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Can we record these? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really smart. Mm-hmm. Do it. I love it. Okay. And I asked you this, but I want you to share what you gave to me with the people. I have been an in-person therapy girl. Mm-hmm. I have always wanted to go in person. I obviously did it virtually during COVID because I had no choice. But as soon as I could go back in person, I was back in person. Mm -hmm. This new woman that I found who I just so far am so excited about only offers virtual because of her location. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to try it. So I asked Micah for some tips as to how to make sure that it's I'm giving it the most that I can and giving it the best chance that I can to work with her because I just know that virtual in my own home is not something I normally like. Yes, absolutely. I get my phone stand ready, set that thing up, phone on do not disturb, fireplace on, light some candles. And I like to sit on the floor and make it feel like it's just like a cozy, safe little spot for me to sit. Mm-hmm. And I'd get like my notepad and pen and just have it on my coffee table. You maybe need to put your dog in your room or something so she doesn't distract you. Yeah, no, probably I do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, I feel like just making it feel like as casual for yourself like one day uh my last session actually we just talked on the phone and I laid on my couch on my back and just had my phone on my chest and just like talked to her with my eyes closed and it was so peaceful well that's what I love that too that's what you were saying is like you really just however like you are going to be comfortable that day Mm -hmm. is what you should do yeah and I feel like I always get ready I make sure like I'm all like content so one day I like drank my coffee and just like enjoyed it while I was talking with her yeah because I feel like I like like it to feel like casual but also like I'm in it to win it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting I'm my minutes in. Do you ever, did you ever prep yourself? Like, this is what I want to talk about today. I want to make sure I t- like hit these points. Absolutely. Yeah. I would, yes. I would have all my notes down. That's really smart. I think I'm going to start like, like physically prepping for stuff, like yes. actually writing things down. Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, there's three things I want to talk about today. <laughs> 
let's like start. We start breaking shit down. Oh, that's see, that's what I should do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm really excited to start again because I'm so much more intentional, and I'm just yes. so much more ready this time than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. So I think that this is just going to be such a great next journey. I'm starting to go. I'm going to start every week. Yeah. Um, and then break it down from there. Mm-hmm. She also recommended that you start. She's like, I would love for you to do at least at least do two weeks in a row so that we can build some rapport. And then however you want to move forward is completely fine. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm going to do also because I have a lot to unpack. Like I have so much that I want to tell her and talk to her about that I feel like multiple times a month is what's going to suit me best for yes, now. Yes, absolutely. And my therapist said that she's like, I have some clients that I see like every like once every few months, mm-hmm. once every six months. So it's like whatever works for you, there is no right cadence exactly so even if there's just something that pops up in your life you're like holy shit and you just can't get out of your brain or whatever it's like schedule appointment chat it out Mm -hmm. i guarantee you'll feel way better absolutely it's just so important to check in on yourself mentally it's so easy to forget that and then all of a sudden you know you're six months down a rabbit hole and you're like when did i even start feeling like this Mm -hmm. you know like having these check-ins for yourself it's literally just as important as your like going to the gym or eating healthy or, you know, what other habits you have for yourself, your well-being, this is needs to be right up there on that list. That sounds like that's just one piece of advice for the day. It is just one piece of advice. We love that. I love. Okay, should we go into the controversy corner? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Today, what do we think about the no contact rule and is there ever a, a breakup situation where you don't need to follow it hmm all right I'm all about the no contact rule mm-hmm. out of sight out of mind hold yourself accountable hold that motherfucker accountable no one's talking to each other period mm-hmm. is there any situation maybe if it was truly like a good ass person on the end and it like went out like we're cool. We're on the same page. I don't know. I'm like, there's a lot of situations. It's not like that. Right. It's just kind of messy, messy, messy. And it can linger and they reach out and you want to reach out. So I think the quicker you want to get over someone. Black. Black. <laughs> black. Black. I agree with you. I think that if you break up, you're just break up. Break like, up. Just break up. Right. Mean it. Mm-hmm. However. Oh, I she's think. coming in with the however. <laughs> um, because I used to, I always fucking hate people like, well, we were friends before. I'm like, bitch, and then you're not friends now. Like, mm-hmm. you not to say you won't be again, but you need to have a separation period. Yeah. You have to. Like they were your best friend, I'm sure. Right. But anymore. And also, if you were never just friends, don't try to be just friends after. Mm-mm. Like, there is no need to go back to just friends if you never were beforehand. I yeah. just, like, what? You've never been with this person in, on a platonic level. Why start now? Why start now? Like, just get away. Yeah. I completely agree. My only however is, and actually, I did not even think this until today. I was reading a post in a Facebook page. <laughs> Classic. And a girl wrote that she had been with her partner for six years known him for 15 been dating for six so clearly they were friends before if i had to guess which i this was an anonymous i don't even know her age but if i had to guess they probably met in high school and were like friends or whatever in middle school high school started dating now it's been six years she thinks that the romance like the um the sexual chemistry is gone she's like we just do not connect physically anymore there's no intimacy she's like but i just cannot 
picture him not in my life. I cannot picture him not being a part of the rest of my life. But she's like, I genuinely think we both feel like the intimacy is gone. That I think you should probably know contact while you get used to not seeing each other every day. But I don't think there's any there's not gonna be any animosity in that breakup. So there doesn't need to be a blocked situation. Yeah. Just boundaries. If both people if they do feel the same way. Right. But if he's like stage one clinger and keeps reaching out, then she gotta black his ass. No, right. Yeah. There has to be I feel like you don't know until it boundaries. happens. Like she's like, Oh, we both feel this way. It's like, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you? I feel like you truly don't know until it happens. I also think that you should probably block them anyway. People make that make being blocked sound so harsh, but it's more for you too because yeah. you're you've known this person for 15 years. You have been dating them for six. You're totally used to talking to them every single day. You're mm-hmm. gonna miss them regardless. Even you could be so relieved to be out of a relationship and out of a situation and still miss the person Absolutely. because you just have a hole in what used to be filled by them. Yeah, there's like a little void. Blocked. Blocked. Did you comment that? No, but I did comment. This is so mean. I really try to be so supportive on these people's posts when they like type in these oh, groups because yeah. they're looking for genuine advice. Oh, Even yeah. sometimes when I reach it, I'm like, girl. They need therapy. But a girl posted something so ridiculous, just absolutely so ridiculous. And I said, dump him, LOL. <laughs> because it was so obvious. Like, and everyone else in the comments was like, girl, break up with him. Yeah. Like, what do you, what are you asking right now? Right. Like, you literally just said that you need to break up with him. So do it. So I was right. like, dump him. <laughs> Good. That's all you need to say. Well, it's like, because one, I don't know. I don't know her. Right. right? She's writing into a group of fucking 45,000 girls. Right. Sometimes you really just need a stranger to be like, bitch, what are you doing? Right. You were her therapist. I was. Yeah. I hope she listened. Me too. she deserves better. I know. I wish there was follow-ups or something on some of those posts. A lot of those posts. I know. We need follow-ups, but... Actually, a girl did DM me. I will not tell any of this just in case people listening are in this group, but I commented on a girl's post some little bit of advice and she dm me she's like wait can we talk about this a little more i fucking loved it i was like we sure can girl buckle up tell me everything <laughs> i loved it i would love for us to have like an advice hour at some oh, point yeah. on here like when we have some like some more engagement that'd be incredible i would love to just chat it through with you guys and i feel like we'd have some different opinions on shit and it'd just be fabulous absolutely I, that's what i love about these questions because a lot of times of course we're gonna agree on the ones that are really obvious yeah but we duel each other so well mm-hmm. in almost everything like of course we get along well we're great friends but we have differing opinions like most times yeah it's Fun. great <laughs> <laughs> incredible okay yeah well, thanks for chatting with us today, you guys. Yes. As always, like, rate, follow, subscribe. We are going to give all of the PRP wine information for you guys in our description, who you can contact, where you can look it up. Make sure that you try out the Primitivo Rosé. It's absolutely delicious. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, just number one podcast on Instagram, just one dot podcast on TikTok. And we will be back to chat with you guys next week. Bye. See ya.